Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and rate on Apple iTunes, all that good stuff. Today's episode will be a lot different. Um, of course, at the time of this recording, it was you know early this morning that Coach Mike Leach was you know was reported that he had passed away, and you know the whole coaching world, football, college coaches, high school coaches are all mourning, they're all coming together, and it's a hard time for football coaches. Um, So this episode is just going to be talking about a little bit about Mike Leach. Now, I never had the honor or opportunity to meet him. I almost was able to figure out, I know some coaches out there that I'm sure the coaching Twitter community know some coaches that have got to meet Coach Leach and um, the small chance of maybe heading to Mississippi State and maybe getting the opportunity to meet him. It was I, I could have figured out a way to reach out to the right people and gone to see him. And I found a reason not to. And I know that sounds crazy to well, if you could figure out an opportunity to go meet Coach Leach, well how can you? Well it's a long drive. Um, you know, other things I coach football, basketball, baseball. Now I used to do track and it's just one of those things where, you know, you find a way to get out of those things. Um, and so what I'm 
going to talk about is not knowing Coach Leach personally whatsoever. He has replied to a couple of my tweets a few years ago, which I thought was one of the best things ever. Just talking about what I think he meant to the football coaching community of college and a lot of high school. He was very well known, I think, to a lot of people. I think people don't that even don't even really watch football, college football, know who Mike Leach is. He's that guy on TV that gets to a press conference and talks about anything. Bigfoot, aliens, getting married, Sasquatch, student loans, which was hilarious. Um pirates talking about how to do a shovel pass you know he would talk about anything how he hate candy corn you never really knew what's gonna come out of his mouth and that was the great thing i think as a reporter i want to ask reporters how calm were they asking coaches questions because sometimes i think if you ask certain coaches questions you're going to not you're not going to know what's going to come out of their mouth but you're a little worried you know are they going to be Mad? Are they going to come after you? Like Nick Saban's had a lot of hot takes. These coaches always have hot takes. I think a reporter could be easy going, asking the questions they need to for their job, and then just ask some curious. Well, do you believe in ghosts? And you'll never know where he's going to go off to. You could ask him serious questions, and then all of a sudden he's going to answer that serious question, and then go down a different route. You just never knew what was going to come out of his mouth. You loved any type of halftime interview. You loved an after-game interview. He was just a guy that you could tell from listening to how people talk to him, listening to him talk, reading his book, anything about him. He just did things his way. And I think a lot of us need to start doing that, myself included. Just do things our way. He did things different. He wore blue jeans to things. He loved cargo shorts. He would walk to work. There's a video. I have a Washington State hoodie on just because of Mike Leach. I had this when he was there. He would walk miles to work. And he talked about how he knew the animals were living in the houses. That was Mike Leach that you just loved to watch. But people outside of that need to know he was a football coach. Didn't look like a football coach. He was just that guy that learned how to become a football coach. I think he played in high school. He didn't play in college. He loved baseball. He went to be a lawyer and then had this itch to say he wanted to be a coach and said he wanted to try. He couldn't go on, on with life without saying that he didn't try. I have read every book on air raid stuff that involves Mike Leach, Hal Mummy, that I can get my hands on. I have his book, Swing Your Sword. I have... The Cornfield book. I look at anything I can about Coach Leach. Any stories. He has done a lot for college coaches. He's done a lot for college football. He's done a lot for high school coaches. He seems to work well with high school coaches. Just He never had a playbook, but people broke down his offense, and it just became all the rage for high school. Uh, stretch the cornfield. I apologize. It was stretch the cornfield. I have that one. I've read it a couple of times. I am going to be rereading it. 
and then I have um, the book on Hal Mummy. Uh, I believe it was Throw It Deep. Um, I apologize, this is horrible radio. I was just really thinking about just what to say about Coach Leach for never having to have met him. But I have all the books, and I'm going to reread his Swing Your Sword book. I'm, I just ordered, I'm going to get the Geronimo book. I want to get everything I can on Coach Leach. What brought Coach Leach's attention to me personally, in high school, we ran the power eye triple option. You had three running backs. Sometimes you go two tight end and have one running back. Sometimes you just go straight eye formation. The full back was always offset or the H back was always offset. And that's all I knew. That's all I knew. I played O-line. Didn't really know. You don't really know. You understand that you do option, but as a high school kid, truly maybe you don't know. And I went back to help coach my high school, and all I knew was that at that time. But what really piqued my interest was when I really started playing football in high school and I just knew option, but you watch college. You you watch the NFL. They were under center still. They were their eye formation. They were all those things. You watch college. It was this still some under center, but it was really a lot of spread attack. I know Coach Spurrier in Florida did their thing. For me personally, you were watching Illinois kind of when spread, I'm from Illinois. I'm an Illinois fan, of course. You saw Oregon do their thing with Chip Kelly. You were seeing Florida and Tim Tebow before that, and, you, and then at Utah when he when you know they were doing it there. I can go on and on about teams that were doing it, but they were all the rage. But there was also Texas Tech, and when Mike Leach became the head coach there in 2000 or 2001, it started to grow. And what really perked your interest was watching these teams. Now, again, we were power I, triple option. It was a forbidden fruit to go say anything about that stuff. And if my high school coach is listening, that's not a knock. It was just, I know how he coach. I know how you were. We're going to run the ball, run the option. It was like a forbidden fruit. Well, a, my friend, Brad Miller, who's been on this podcast before, um, a few, a lot I'll never forget, we're at his house. We've been watching college football our whole lives. And these things had just perked our interest, especially when you're seeing the dynamic of Oregon and Florida and everything. And we watched Texas Tech a couple times. But we were watching that Texas Tech game versus Texas. And seeing that game the way it went back and forth, Texas Texas Tech was up, Texas came back, that drive at the end. To Michael Crabtree. Now, the players make plays, and Coach Leach will probably be the first to tell you that, that the players went out there and did their thing. Watching that in high school made me realize, because I knew I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to be a coach when I was 14, 15 years old. I just knew. And I said, I'm going to learn spread throwing the football because of that game. The run stuff from Oregon, like, again, you're in high school, you're just watching it. If it's not exactly what you do, you're not going to really watch it. Oregon kind of did some option stuff, but they were pistol, they were spread, they were up-tempo. 
Then you're watching Texas Tech just kind of throw it. Now that year they ran it more than they probably they probably have not ran it that much until I believe this year at Mississippi State. I could be wrong. And that made me want to learn the spread. And then when I started coaching, like I said, it was just all I knew was option. And then even then, I was a little worried to learn spread because I thought this is what I know. Part of me thought I would coach in my high school, and that's what it would be. Then I started to branch out. I'm starting to research. Twitter's becoming bigger. Um, the college football Twitter is not what it now. It wasn't even half that back then. Like there was still hard to come by some things. You still had to pay money. The in-person clinics. I started to branch out, try to read things. Google was still, you know, it was big. You're Googling things. You're trying to read things. And I started to really learn and hear like air raid, air raid. Because you're in high school, you know, you, you might hear that from time to time. But you're you're trying to find figure out what it is. Passing the football. And um, I knew I kept going back to that Texas Tech, Texas game. And I'm like, I, it, does this do with Mike Leach? Absolutely. This guy's a genius. And when I still really started to grow as a coach and try to figure out, like, what's the air raid, these air raid concepts, that was Mike Leach. And then you start to learn, well, how Mummy's the one that started. So I really started to dive into that. And then the coaching grew where I am seeing Coach Coach Mackey. Um, I'm seeing Coach Drew Piscopo. I'm seeing Coach Patrick Taylor. I'm seeing all these coaches post this stuff and talk about it and really learn it. Mike Leach it's from them. Um, learning how, how Mummy started with Mike Leach there. You know you read the whole thing about that um, in the books. And you learn all that stuff. And so for me, it's you look back at it and go, well, because of Mike Leach and the success he was having at Texas Tech and seeing throw the football for me, kind of turned me into a spread guy. And if it wasn't for that, I'd probably be still an under center option guy. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it was, I want to learn it. And I studied it. I haven't studied as much as some of the coaches out there that might be listening, might not be. But I have the plays. I try to look at it. I try to study it. And if I ever become an offensive coordinator again or a head coach, you best believe I'm going to try to implement some of these air raid concepts. And high school coaches all over trying to do these concepts. You started to see other colleges use these concepts. You started to see NFL use some of these concepts. Now, how Mummy had his way of doing things, Mike Leach took it and tweaked some things and did things his way. And, you know, Mike Leach has been in Division One for a very long time. And the thing is, is that he may not look like a football coach. He looks like a lawyer. He found a way to communicate with athletes get the best out of them, and do things. He took he became an offensive coordinator at Oklahoma after working at Kentucky, had a great year, became the head coach at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is what it is because of Coach Leach. And it's factual. People really didn't talk about Texas Tech graduation rates. People didn't talk about Texas Tech as a football program. He took over that program, and now people know it. It put it on the map. Washington State, he then took a couple years off after being fired, goes to Washington State, puts them on the map. Now, everybody, I have a Washington State hoodie. 
because of Coach Leach. He put them on the map, rebuilt that, had some rough years, built that program up, then goes to Mississippi State and was starting to do the same thing. That guy took jobs outside of maybe Mississippi State that most people weren't going to take. They took a chance on Mike Leach when he was at Texas Tech. People didn't want to go to Washington State. He took that. He took that as a challenge. And I know his win percentage is a .596, I believe, and in order to be considered for College Football Hall of Fame, it's got to be a six. But the impact that he had on college football, the impact on the passing attacks on offense, just the way he was talking about things that you could see. And again, this is not me knowing personally, just what you see on TV, what you hear about people who actually talk to him. He made a big impact. He was a genius, but he was very curious. He was going to, I I heard stories. I know people that wouldn't talk to him. They was like, yeah, in a football meeting, we walk, if we're there for an hour, we're talking football for 15 minutes. And the rest is talking about us. It's talking about everything else. Because Tim, I think he was more about life. I think he was more about learning about people. I think he was more learning about all those different types of things. Very curious about the world. And because he marched to the beat of his own drum, I'm sure he made people mad. Um, he would answer questions differently. He probably, and it's probably political, where he said he would go one way political or think this way. But he didn't care. He wasn't really out there probably to make people happy all the time or make friends. He was about providing for his family. You read about that. He was about making a program better. He was about recruiting those athletes and making them better. He was about making the program be put on the map and do those things and just do things his way. People can talk about their offense all the time. People criticize it. He needs to run the football more. He needs to do this. And a part of me thinks sometimes that's true. He was going to sit there and say, I'm running this because that's what he wants to do. And he did it. He lived and died by it. Sometimes he died by it, but he lived a lot. Lived a lot. He won a lot of football games. And I think he was a coach that over a large landscape, we all wanted him to win a national title. That was one of the only things holding back was the air raid can't win you a national title. If he would have won a national title, I don't even know if the win percentage would matter. They would put him in, in the Hall of Fame right now. But the impact he's had on the entire college football landscape and coaches, he needs to be in the Football Hall of Fame for college football. He was one of the best college football coaches there ever was just because of the programs took over, how he's able to get them to win, stayed there. Stayed at Texas Tech for a long time. He stayed at Washington State for a long time. But he was playing on Sam Mississippi State for a long time. He was there to try to build those programs up. Getting fired from Texas Tech, maybe he's still there. He had a big-time chance to go to the SEC that he couldn't pass up from Washington State. You know why he's at Washington State? He felt like he loved that program in a spot that was going to do well. And they have. They compete. They put on a nice tweet saying, we are who we are because of Coach Leach. Renovations to places um, and everything else. When he got hired at Washington State, People were thinking this air raid was very complicated. And the players said, well, in three days, we've already installed it. Like, that's how easy it was. Talking to coaches that got to go be around him, his friend, they said that they would go to a practice, 
because they would think that our practices are easy at high school. They're super easy. And they go watch his and they go, oh my gosh. And they had to like change everything. So that his is so much simpler. And people think the teams were soft. They weren't. He wasn't soft. You saw how he coached kids. He could get after kids. He had that trust. He had that bond with them. He left his footprint on college football. He was a genius. He was an offensive genius when it comes to throwing football and finding ways to get receivers open and get them the ball. So, Mike Leach, Coach Leach, you've done a lot for the coaches, college football. You, it's, you're gone too early, 61. Prayers are to his family dealing with this. Prayers to the Mississippi State community and their players. Coach Leach, you're not forgotten. Right now, the whole coaching world is hurting, but they're coming together. You can see it on Twitter and Facebook. They're coming together. Analysts are coming together. And someone compared this to the Kobe Bryant passing for the NBA. This is the same thing for college football. You see college football coaches coming out, coming together. And I think people are going to come together more. And one thing for me is I had the opportunity to go, maybe could have had the opportunity to go meet him. And I didn't take it. Um, so through podcasting, hopefully, if I have the opportunity to meet coaches, I'm going to do my best. If I have a basketball game, I can't do it. Got baseball practice, baseball game, I can't do it. But I'm going to do my best. If I have opportunities and I think I can make it work, I'm going to meet coaches, high school coaches. Coach Rudolph, if you ever listen to this at Ohio, I know I have to come meet you in person. But we have to meet people. We have to have conversations. We have to learn. We have to be curious and learn things. And I have to do better. But my best thing is I'm going to try to meet some of you coaches, try to do that. Didn't get a chance to do that. Um, I think everybody's hurting right now for this. And we're hurting for someone that we all never met. And that's what he meant. So, Coach Leach, may you rest in peace. Prayers for your family going through this time, that whole community. But Coach Leach, you've done a lot. And we will always remember you as the pirate. We'll remember you to all the air raid things you've done. We're always going to call six. And don't forget, people, always swing your sword.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.